Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to episode 897 of the Talking Metal podcast. Today we have a guy who's been on the show many times before, probably more so than... Any other guest, I mean, I don't know if that's correct, but he's definitely one of one of our reoccurring guests that we've had on many times through the years. Dan Lorenzo from uh, New Jersey, from the great band Vessel of Light. Nathan Opposition is also on the show with me today, also from Vessel of Light. So stay tuned for that. Before we get into the episode, let's thank the people who make this happen. And I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to go, can I sort this? Yeah, let's do this. Right off the bat, Mr. Brad Dahl, thank you so much for your support. Chris Riley, thank you for your support. Dan Gurwan, really appreciate everything you're doing for us. Mike Jones, Steve Hoker, Steven Saylor, Andrew Miller, Drake, Fred Roots, Jason Seth, Jeremy Weltman, Joe Ryan, Lou Valcourt up in Canada, Mr. David S. Gray, Matt Carroll, Metal Dan, Michael Street, Sam Soupy, Steve Rodriguez, Tommy Anderson, Anthony Mackey, Jerry from Long Island. I miss you, Jerry. Haven't heard from you for a while. Hope you're doing all right. Hope you're still listening. Gregory Muse, James Bennett, Jean-Francois Blas, Johan Enderstrom, who's very vocal on uh, on Patreon and I believe on, on social media, too. Always uh, good to hear from you, Johan. Jean Beauvoiri, Kenny McCrimmon, Leo from Alaska. Leo, I wish I could pronounce your last name. Please let me know how to do it. Uh, S-C-H-E-B-E-N. Not sure how you'd say that. Uh, Richard Langridge, Ron Keel. And a big shout out to Victor Ruiz, who helps out with the Patreon page. Thanks, guys. We need more of you. I need more people to join us on Patreon. Listen, I, I'm still throwing that deal out there. For the time being, any $5 a month or more patron who joins us will now get not only the Talking Metal t-shirt and the bonus podcast every week, but you'll also get a Talking Metal face mask, which are high quality. So that's a limited time offer. 
join us on Patreon. I really need the support there. We are nowhere near what we wanted to get out of the Patreon page. And I know there's so many more of you listening out there and could really, really use some support. I mean, even just $2 a month, you won't get the t-shirt, but $2 a month, listen, you get a bonus podcast every week and you get interaction with me on the uh, on the Patreon page. You get some videos here and there that you don't see anywhere else. So yeah, please, please support us on Patreon. Or else, honestly, guys, I don't know if this show is going to be able to continue because we run off of strictly listener support. It is uh, a show that has no commercials on it. We did have some in the past, or we don't do that anymore. This is commercial free. There's no sponsors. You guys are the sponsors, and I need support from the listeners. And I'm serious when I say if we don't get more support, we are probably closing up because it takes work to do this and it I need the enthusiasm getting the the Patreon support is a uh, is a um, you know shot in the arm for me keeps this thing going without further ado let's get into today's podcast hi I'm Mark Striegel host and producer of this show since 2005 on this episode we're going to talk some rock some metal and anything else we feel like We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
to Kill by Deep Purple. I'm reading, I just started Ian Gillen's autobiography from a number of years ago. Not, not, it's not very old. I think it was like within the last four or five years. And it just starts off explosive with a, a little prologue about that song and Ian dealing with Richie on that. And I guess he, Richie had written that, the Deep Purple guys had written that with Jolyn Turner when he was in the band. And then Ian came back into the band and Richie just wasn't having it. I didn't like anything Ian was doing to that song. So he told Ian he should go back and use JoLynn Turner's lyrics for it, which he did not. What you heard right there was the Ian Gillen version, 100%, not just him singing the song, but the melodies and the the lyrics. So it's it's a it's a great read so far. Highway Star by Ian Gillen, his autobiography. He mentions that Richie was, uh, I guess, threatening to kill him. Whether it was sarcastic or not, I don't know. But he was gonna. He mentioned Richie said that Ian was stronger than him, so he was gonna get a bunch of his friends and they were gonna jump him and and kill him or something like that. So. Maybe that's why the music was so good by the Ian Gillen, Richie Blackmore combination because of that, uh, that tension. I, I, I really think a lot of times there's, there's some bands and they're the best of friends and others that the, the tension that, that exists between the band members sometimes feeds into the, the greatness of the music. We've seen that a lot through the years with so many different bands and so many different genres. So, Let's talk about what's on today's show. It is Dan Lorenzo from Vessel of Light, also known for his work with bands like Hades, The Cursed with Bobby Blitz, and, and Nonfiction with Alan Tecchio. And we got Nathan Opposition from Ancient Wisdom, who is also in the band with uh, Dan Lorenzo, the band that is called Vessel of Light, a great band that we featured many times here on Talking Metal. This was a really important interview for me. I have to admit, I didn't really prepare much. I just kind of pulled questions out of out of out of my ass, and I think it worked because, listen, I know I know enough about Dan. I saw his cool documentary recently, so I could throw those questions. I got Nathan to talk about when he toured with Ghost, which was really cool. So there's some really nice stuff in here, and the thing that was so nice about it for me was I did two interviews this week, three if you include. Dan and Nathan separately, although it was done together. I've inter- Let's just say I interviewed three different people this week, two separate interviews. I'll say it like that. And they were the first in-person interviews I've done since early 2020 because of this COVID fucking shit. So it was uh, really important for me. And I thank Nathan and Dan for coming to my house. They drove all the way to freaking Maplewood, New Jersey from... Dan doesn't really live around the corner in any stretch of the imagination. He's in New Jersey, but it's it's a bit, a bit of a hike. So a big thanks to him for doing that and sitting down on the patio with me. And we're going to get right into that interview in a minute. But before we do, I want to also give a shout out to my friend Alex Yard. Now, he came over and did the fifth episode of Talking with Mark Striegel with me. Now, if you don't subscribe to that, please do. It's on Spotify. It's on a- Apple Music or I'm not I'm sorry, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio.com. It's all over the place. So subscribe to Talking with Mark Striegel, where we will talk metal on there, but we'll also talk Star Wars, like Alex Yard and I did. We'll talk politics. We'll talk whatever we feel like it. So please join me there. And without further ado, this is Torture King 
by Vessel of Light off the brand new record, which we're going to hear all about. And then we're going to end the interview with some uh, classic Vessel of Light.
Hey, it's Mark Striegel, and I've been saying that I want to do more in-person interviews. Of course, that's been very difficult with uh, this whole COVID thing, but here we are sitting on my patio doing an in-person interview, the first in-person interview in quite some time with two guys who have both been on the show before. Glad to have you guys back. Nathan Opposition, Dan Lorenzo of Vessel of Light. You have a brand new record out, Last Ride. How are you guys? Doing great, Mark. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming and making the trip here. How are you, Dan? I'm good. Everything's good, man. A little chilly. Your, your waiting room is a little bit chilly, but other than that, it's fine, man. Yeah, this is my second uh, interview here. I just did one for the other Talking with Mark Striegel podcast. And yeah, my hands are actually starting to get a little cold, so it is a nice day, but but cold out. Um, so you guys were supposed to be doing some shows or a show shows at this, this time, but those are obviously not happening. So what have you been doing in town, uh, here, Nathan? Cause you're from Ohio, right? Yeah. I, uh, flew in on Thursday. Uh, we went to the metallic cave. We did an interview there. We hung out for a while. Uh, then Friday we, uh, we hung out with Steve Zing, went over there, had lunch with him. It was pretty chill. Got to meet him and see his studio and hang out. Went and recorded Foxy Lady, uh, Jimi Hendrix cover. Oh, cool. And uh, got that uh, at uh, J-Rod Studio. And uh, we took some band photos, shot a music video for our new single, Torture King. Right. And, uh, yeah, just took some band oh, photos. Being, being productive when, yeah, it sounds you know, real busy. Yeah. Trying to keep busy yeah. and get something going on while there's nothing going on, you know. Cool. And there is a brand new record out, Last Ride. This is the fourth release, right? But the third full-length release? Yes. Cool. And sounds amazing. We're going to play some music off it in just a minute. Seems like a slightly different musical direction. Would you guys agree with that? I would say it's uh, it's a progression of what we're doing and right. uh, just a, a level of... Uh, growth and maturity we're kind of coming into our own a little bit and uh we've been writing together for a while now and uh we're, we're uh kind of hitting a stride and just continue writing and uh i think the songs just keep getting better and better hopefully people think the same and uh i've always liked the stuff we've done but um we've just refined it a little bit more and got a little more in depth with it and the story that i'm telling is starting to unfold a little bit more and uh can you talk a little bit about that story yeah it's a uh it's a story, uh, it's a fictional uh, horror story that I've come up with as the uh, dialogue for Vessel of Light. And uh, if you pay attention to the lyrics from beginning, you know, the first EP to Woodshed, right. uh, Serpent Rise, there's a similar theme, there's a similar story unfolding, and um, it, it's piecing together as uh, as it progresses, and uh, there's uh, more chapters to be written. And right. uh, eventually I might actually write a book about it. Oh, wow. So. Cool. Cool. So it's this, It's like the continuing story from, like, it's a theme that runs through all the records? Same character. Yeah. It's based on the same, oh, wow. same okay. character, same theme. I had theme. not realized that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. So it was a continuation. So, and I was going to say that I'm just doing the same thing I always do, Mark. Like, I think my music is my music, whether it's nonfiction or The Cursed and now Vessel of Light. So it's always dependent on what the singer is doing with it. And I was very intrigued by Nathan's lyrics on our first album, on the Vessel of Light EP. Right. And then I noticed some songs and some themes would get mentioned the second time, like on the Woodshed album, and the same thing by Serpent Rise. And I was like, what's he doing here? It took me a while to realize how it's all... 
connected. Everything yeah. is connected. Wow, and now with great. Last Ride, there's some other, you know, there's some nods to some of our other older songs. And the one big different thing about Last Ride is, like I said, I think I'm doing the same thing. Jimmy Shulman's being Jimmy right. Shulman. Ron Lipnicki sounds like Ron. Um, there's a lot more vocal harmonies on this. So Nathan's yeah. taken you know, to the next level is, I mean, I always loved his melody lines, but now there's harmonies behind it. Right. And, um, that's probably the big difference on last ride. Like I forget Nathan's friend. He'll tell you, he calls this, uh, arena doom. Arena doom. I like that. Yeah. That's Jason Tarpey from eternal champion. Oh, okay. I, I gave him, uh, a shirt and sent him some, uh, you know, sent him last ride. He really enjoyed it. Right. And, uh, He's like, yeah, you guys sound like an Arena Doom band or something like that. <laughs> arena Doom. I <laughs> In love the most that. complimentary way. I was like, oh, well, I'll take it, man. Thanks. <laughs> now, the, the press release for this record, I forget exactly what it said, but it makes uh, it makes note of the fact, and almost, I think, pokes a little fun. Maybe you remember exactly what it says, that, that you're a Satanist and you're a Catholic. Right. And it, it, so there is... Which is kind of funny, you know, in a way when you when you think about it. No, no offense, but um, it's it's definitely amusing. And as a Catholic and as a Satanist, where do you overlap artistically and just spiritually? I think we, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm very accepting of all people, man. Like I, I don't right. I don't shut people out because of what they believe or what they do or who they're, you know who they worship or whatever it may be like I'm you know I'm really open to mind person so uh for me I think it's uh it's not really you know it, it, it's not even an issue you know what I right. mean I don't even think about it you know it's just kind of a this Sounds is what you believe this, release, this is though, <laughs> this is what you believe this is what I believe you know what I mean right. that's cool and uh you know we don't have to see eye to eye about everything to still be friends you know and I think that's a lot of things that are going on today too is a lot of people are like well, you like this, but I like this, so we're not compatible anymore, you know? Right, right. And I think it's, like, important to just see differences in people and accept them and go, this is who you are and this is who I am. I'm not going to change who I am for you. Right. You're not going to change who you are for me. I don't want you to change, you know? Uh, I want you to be yourself, you know? And uh, it's just about being an individual, you know, and uh, having your own opinion about things and Dan has a few of those uh, <laughs> right. for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I have mine as well. And, uh, we, we don't, uh, you know, we don't discuss religion too much. I don't think, but, uh, I kind of equate yeah. to like, if I like the Mets and you like the Yankees, we right. Fight each other. Oh, but you know what? We both like baseball. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so who yeah. cares? And like Nathan yeah. and I, neither one of us eats meat because we actually care about the welfare of animals. We don't want to, right. Nate, you know, I'm supposedly a nice Catholic guy and I don't want right. animals to be por- tortured. Nathan's yeah. a horrible Satanist. He doesn't want animals to be tortured. So instead of looking for all right. of our differences, we find similarities. And, you know, at our age in life, I'm not going to convert to say Jimmy Shulman maybe is an ag- agnostic Jew. And right. Ed Furman's an atheist. Ron's a Catholic. I'm not going to change anybody's mind when they're 45. But if you watch people, how do you live their lives? Like I could say, Nathan say, oh, Catholics are assholes, right? They're horrible. They're judgmental. And then you watch me. I try and be nice to everybody. I watch yeah. him as a Satanist. He tries to be nice to everybody. So right. it really, I don't care where you're coming from or what your intention is, as long as you all end up in the same place. And everybody knows what right and wrong is, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, we're very different. I'm a lot older than Nathan. He lives in Cleveland. I live in New Jersey. But musically, man, I've never found, Even Blitz sent me a text yesterday. You found the guy. You find, found the perfect partner for your writing, you know? Right. Cool. Cool. Were you going to say something else, Nathan? 
Oh no, that, I just think that was really nice of Blitz to say though, and I appreciate that. Bobby uh, Blitz of Overkill, of course. Huge, yeah, huge compliment, man. Yeah, who Dan played with in you have your sweatshirt on in the short-lived project or band, The Cursed, which uh, is is a great listen. Um, tell me, I, the name of the album is slipping my uh, room room uh, full of sinners. Yeah, I knew it had the word. Yeah, room full of sinners. Yeah, yeah, great, great listen. If you don't know that record, and Dan, of course, Hades, nonfiction, a, a lot of musical history with with Dan. But Nathan, let's talk about your musical history. I know we spoke a little bit about it last time you were on, but uh, tell us about some of the other stuff you've been up to. Ancient Wisdom, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ancient Wisdom. Uh, we have an album called Mundus that came out uh, about last year. Uh, I'm still which I heard great stuff. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Uh, I'm still writing a lot of material for that. I have a band called Vicar of Satan that I sing and play drums for. It's more of like a black metal, death metal project. Right. And um, I'm constantly writing music. Like when I'm at home, I'm writing music, regardless of you know if it's for Vicar of Satan, Vessel of Light, Ancient Wisdom. I've been doing some solo stuff too, where I'm writing oh, cool. acoustic songs, acoustic solo songwriter songs, and uh, that kind of style. Uh, I recently started doing um, some electronic music. Really? Wow. Okay. That sounds like kind of like Sisters of Mercy ish, or uh, oh, very, nice. very like you know, Bauhaus and stuff like that. Um, I'm calling that Somberlin. And uh, yeah, I'm just always up to something. You know what I mean? I just, right. I, I constantly am writing, uh, trying to get better at you know, writing lyrics and constantly just trying to improve on myself. And uh, I do these little exercises now where I write a song a day where I write the entire song. Like I'll write the, the drum parts, the melodies, the guitars, the bass, and the lyrics and record the vocals all in the same day because I have a little home studio. Oh, cool. So I've been just doing that as like an exercise, almost as like a way to like express myself in a, a way that's uh, sort of instant, you know what I mean, where I can tap right. into a feeling or emotion right away and, and capture that right away so yeah there was a, a there was a band uh which i wasn't really into them but they're called uh they might be giants Do you remember that band yeah and i remember yeah. the guy I, reading an interview with the guy and he's like i write a song a day and most of them you will never hear but if you write a song a day the odds are after a year you might have a few good ones a few real good that ones. really stand <laughs> yeah, out so, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah so I, I like that um that's 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 really good and aside, just a little uh history note about you nathan with ancient wisdom you did open for a band that i know a lot of our listeners really love ghost back in in the in the day early yeah. on was it in the in the career of ghost it was uh their first u.s tour okay in 2012 so what kind of venues were they playing on that it was oh uh, we were doing like the bowery you know okay. uh we played the roxy we played um i think it was bottom of the hill in san francisco so kind of like larger club venues right and they were like you know 500 600 capacity venues all sold out shows uh 13 shows we went from new york city all the way to los angeles wow and uh you know it, it was a great time we had Did a blast you get to know those guys very well oh yeah, yeah for sure i still talk to all those guys and stuff and yeah. uh, we're still good and are any and is, at this point they're all gone right except for tobias or do some some of them still remain in no it's just nameless. it's just it's just tobias yeah, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not sure who's in the band anymore uh a bunch of hired people i'd imagine right. but yeah. uh yeah, I still keep up with uh, the ghouls and stuff. 
we're, we're still buddy, the old school ghouls and they're doing new bands and stuff you guys right. a band called priest and uh they had a magna carta cartel they started up again and yeah they're all they're all doing their projects and stuff which is cool because they're right all on. super talented and insanely you know skilled musicians so uh it's cool to see him still doing stuff and keep keeping up with it and right on and dan question for you Back in the, uh, and then we'll, we'll circle back around to the new record, but back in the, the day, not, not, not even back in the day, I mean, for a while, you always used to do, like, not always, but there were frequent, every few years or so, like Hades reunions, I know there was a non-fiction reunion. Do you ever, obviously no one's playing live right now, but do you ever envision a day where you'll revisit either one of those bands no in i think the live we did setting. everything you know we did a um hades the one of the our first big show with the old lineup was opening up for nine, in 1982 for twisted sister and then in 2010 in germany at the bang your head festival we opened up for twisted sister right. so kind of 2010 that was it we 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 really kind of ran the gamut. We had our original drummer, Tom Coombs, and then we right. ended with Tom Coombs. So like he said, it was a nice way to end it. That's it for me. Um, fortunately, I keep re-releasing the Hades records. Nonfiction just got a deal with the Spanish label that they're re-releasing oh, cool. all three albums on vinyl. Right. And all of us bands, including Ancient Wisdom, Vessel of Light, Dan Lorenzo, Cash is King, Nonfiction, and Hades, we all got a merch deal recently with Season of Mist. So wow, if you go okay. to Season of Mist, either their French website or their Philadelphia, their American website, Season of Mist have a whole bunch of different Vessel of Light shirts, Hades shirts, Ancient right Wisdom, Nonfiction, everything. But yeah, I'm really just going to concentrate on, um, you know, vessel of light and then if i have um a couple songs left over that nathan doesn't sing i might send the song to rob dukes or who knows maybe blitz but hades and nonfiction's over with for me you know it's right. great great time but i think we said everything we have to say with those two bands cool so again the new record is out now and what are some of your personal favorites are there songs that rise yeah. to the top for you dan to me my absolute favorites are carving station which ron lipnicki thought of the title for that song oh nice and carving station's the big one we just did a video last night for torture king that's a big one our second single was there's no escape that's a big one of right. course last ride was the first video so hopefully people can check out vessel of light yes. last ride that's the single and that's the last thing i'm going to say that's the name of the album and if i talk about too many songs they might forget vessel of light last ride right you know what I right mean? on and how about you nathan give me your top three if you can i really like torture king i think right. that one came together really well i think uh i think uh, like um just everything about it vocally lyrically uh the music's really heavy the dynamic it starts with bass and drums it's got a you know it's got a lot of character to it uh i like that a lot i like there's no escape a lot there's a there's a really interesting chorus in that one and uh, i really like disappearing pact too i think is a really really catchy tune absolutely cool Cool. And how does the songwriting process work, being that you're in two different places? Is it just passing files back and forth on the Internet or? You know what? Um, so my whole life I always recorded, like I write, show the band the songs. And now that Nathan and I, we live so far apart from each other, I would send him MP3s or actually old school CDRs to Cleveland before wow. we did the um, first EP. But for Woodshed... Thy Serpent Rise and Vessel of Light, Last Ride, I do something I've never done before. I do all the guitars first to a click track. I send them to Nathan, Ron, and Jimmy, and then they write their parts. 
So basically, like, I'm, I always finish with the album in December or January, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the coronavirus happened, I wrote three or four more songs and went to J-Rods and recorded them and then sent those to everybody. So Ron was like, thought he was done with the record. But I'm like, no, man, you got to do a couple more songs. So I literally wrote the music to 18 songs and recorded 18 songs. Ron and Jimmy recorded 16 songs for Last Ride. And then Nathan obviously wrote t- uh, lyrics and melody line to 10 of them. Wow. Wow. Okay. And... Dan, also, I wanted to touch upon your um, documentary, which I, oh. I really, really thank you. It's all about the riff. It's all yeah, about the yeah. riff, Jason Stewart. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. We were driving cross country to Indiana back over the summer, and I just uh, I put the headphones on and, and, and watched it on my iPad, and it was uh, just a really enjoyable watch, and you know. A lot of the history, all the history is there, but it's also uh, fun that, that it's you're able to kind of poke fun at yourself throughout. Well, it, I think it's an, was, a fascinating yeah. topic. I mean, Dan Lorenzo has been a fascinating topic <laughs> for many years. Right. Now, I want to first of all, I, I hope Emily watched it or was she so busy driving? She wouldn't even look at it. She, she drove. See, that's yeah, not cool. Yeah, yeah, I wanted did. Emily to see it, honestly, yeah, as well. She, she or your did. kids, at least your kids, you know. But yeah, yeah, no, Jason Stewart did an amazing job. And I know what I am, man. I'm not the greatest guitar player in the world. I'm not even... I'm barely even average, you know, but I don't make a lot of mistakes. I, I write a lot of good riffs. Right. When you say I poke fun myself, I, assuming that's what you meant, like right. I, I suck at just about everything. On well, just the fact, like your one point, you're like, oh, you don't don't play that. Yeah. Don't play that part. Yeah. And then he plays that He left part. them all yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. So don't show anybody this riff. He yeah. left it in. He did yeah. whatever he wanted, even yeah. though I... You know, I tell him yeah. I, I'm very strict when it comes to orders with my crew. Right. But uh, no, because it, 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 he showed that was my personality. You know, I made a mistake in a song, an old Hades song. I can yeah. I can't play the Hades songs anymore, man. But and why yeah. is it just too? Um, well, I play basketball. If you right. can see, like my pinky is going the wrong way. Like right. I hurt a lot of these fingers on this hand, on this hand, and then I just um, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's old age or I I hold the pick differently or arthritis. Right. But I was doing a lot of push-ups for a while, and right before. We, we did our first show with Life of Agony two years ago. Mm-hmm. I could barely play, and I thought I might have to cancel the show last minute. And then Ron's like, stop doing so many push-ups. Right. And I'm like, ooh, that helped a little bit. But I never got my wrist back completely, so I, I don't know where it is, but like, it doesn't really matter because I can play my stuff really well. You know? Right, right. So Yeah. But yeah, Dan Lorenzo, it's all about the riff. It's on the Metallicave YouTube page. It's really, it is. A, if you yeah. like Hades or nonfiction or The Cursed, it's, it's great. Great documentary. Yeah, and great production. And tell me the guy who did it again. I know Jason I, Stewart. Yeah, Jason, who yeah. is a very talented video editor. If anyone's looking for a video yep, editor, definitely. Uh, he sent me over his like professional reel. Oh, cool! It looked, it looked awesome. Yeah, great. it looked awesome. Yeah. And the um, future of Vessel of Light. Now, you guys have put out music every year consistently. Yeah. For the past four years. I mean, how how long can you keep up this pace four I mean, records in three years and we should four, say the, the new years. one wow. is on nomad eel records out of california so right now there's vessel of light last ride digital cd and cassette and january there'll be vinyl so i already have 10 songs in the can is it for vessel of light will it never be heard or will you know somebody else sing it i don't know but um I would love to continue with vessel of light because it's been incredibly rewarding artistically and uh you know, we have fun. We get along. Everything is great about it. I, mean, I would, I would have no problem. So, if people actually want a fifth Vessel of Light record, there's one thing they can do. You know, buy Vessel of Light Last Ride. Buy right. some shirts from Season of Mist. And, you know, yeah. if if there is an interest, I don't see any reason why we couldn't do a fifth record. 
Absolutely. And what about shows? Obviously, 2020 is a wash at this point. Do you, do you envision Vessel of Light could do shows in 2021 and, or even Ancient Wisdom? Like, what is your prediction for live shows next year? Uh, I hate to be like a pessimist or something like that, right. but it's hard to say what's going to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? And I got some friends in the industry who work for some pretty top tier bands, you know, A-list bands or whatever, you know, and they're like, you know, running sound for Kiss and stuff, you know, right. and, you know, doing like Harry Mapes, he recorded uh keyboard on Mundus, you know, a good friend right. of mine, he works for Kiss and uh, he's like, I don't know, man, it's, it's looking like probably a year or two, wow. you know, and uh, yeah. before, before anything gets back to what it used to be you know and uh we're ready whenever you are man you know yeah. like we're, we're ready to go we want to play a show we would love to play shows you know of course you know it's it's you know it's all about you know the the, the thrill of playing live you know and uh the energy but uh yeah i'm ready when you are you know? yeah like, I, i'm i'm i just i want to i want it to come back like I don't want to go to a show and have to stand six feet away from somebody and some nonsense and wear, right. you know, even like wearing a mask at a show. I mean, I guess I, I, the mask thing I could do, but I, I just, just, I don't know. I, these drive-in movie shows, show, or, you know, it's like a drive-in and you got to sit in your car and they, it's like, that's yeah. to me, that's, it's just not a concert. So I, and I understand people got to do what they got to do. And if, if, if people like going to a drive-in show, then, then fine. But uh, I, it's, I, I'm hopeful that, that things could maybe come back in 2021 right. uh, in the summer, you know. But I guess we, we, have to, we have to see. You know, you start to see that there's people booking festivals for, like, later, you know, 2021. Right. And there's, there, you know, the Aftershock Fest and there's a bunch of stuff starting to, you know. But... You know, it, they're everybody's trying, man. We're all trying, and we want to do something. And I, I got friends' bands in Cleveland, like this band Exioma. They're an awesome band. Uh, good buddies of mine, Aaron Dallison. Uh, you know, and they're doing a show at the Grog Shop, where it's like a uh, there's different tiers, you know, and different tables and stuff. So you know, you go there with five friends, and it's fifty bucks to sit there with your friends in a section. I'm like. At least they're trying to do something, man. You know, it, it's cool. Uh, but, you know, it, it's definitely not like being up front, banging your head. And, you know, that's yeah. where I like to be is where the energy is right up front, you know. so Right. Well, I, I'm very confident that those days will return. You know, I've heard some people be like, oh, it's never going to be like it was. I, it's going to be like it was. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just gonna take, it's, it takes time yeah i it's mean you know there was a pandemic in 1918 and you know uh, there were similar things going on where people weren't going to sporting events and stuff and it all came back you know so right. I, there's no doubt that it's a matter of that yeah. music live music is uh i think embedded in our dna and it's something we will all experience again together uh i like to believe sooner than later but i guess we'll we'll see yeah Anything else we should hit upon? No. No. Thank you, man. Cool. Thank you guys for stopping by Thank you, Mark. for one of my first in-person interviews. Definitely my first in-person Talking Metal interview since, like, probably the last one I did. with <laughs> When were you here last? You, you, uh, was oh, that, I was here last year. But. Was that last yeah. year? Yeah. No, I, well, I definitely did some earlier this year. Uh, but, yeah, so great to have you guys here. Thank Best you. of luck. Last Ride is out now. Vessel of Light. 
where is the best place to connect with you guys uh, separate or together online? I think I know we're there's on an Instagram. Facebook, Vessel of Light Band, and then on uh, Instagram, Vessel of Light Music. We, of course, have a band camp page, and they pay very quickly. And then Nomad Eel Records out of California. They have CDs, cassettes, and the vinyl presale oh, right now. So, yeah. yeah. If you Google Vessel of Light, you will absolutely find us. Awesome. Thank cool. you, Mark. Yeah, thank you, guys. Vessel of Light. God, I love that song. Off the Woodshed record from 2018. And again, of course, the brand new record that they got out 
which features the song Torture King, is called Last Ride. Definitely pick it up. They've put out so much music these past four years that it's it's hard to keep up with it. But I, I recommend that you do because it's all very good. And I, I do think The Last Ride has a slightly different vibe to it. I will admit the first listen, it, it threw me a little bit. But now I'm just really into it, really digging. Last Ride by Vessel of Light. Pick that up. Pick up Woodshed by Vessel of Light and Thy Serpent Rise. Of course, all sorts of great stuff by that band. There was the EP. So highly recommend those guys. And they are, again, Nathan Opposition and Dan Lorenzo, along with some other people such as Ron Lipnicki, who used to play with Overkill. And that's going to do it. So let's do something that's not metal right now. Nathan mentioned a band called Priest, which is some of the former Ghost guys that, that he actually knows. And I thought, why not play some of their music? So this is Time Traveler by the band Priest featuring some former members of Ghost. And wow, this is not metal whatsoever, but there's something about it I like. So it's like synth pop, man. But uh, yeah, Time Traveler by Priest, brand new Priest here on Talking Metal. We'll talk to you next time, guys. Some people say that I'm a time traveler.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.